0: And welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti from Wrestling Mindset, your coast-to-coast mindset coach. Awesome state tournament this past weekend in New Jersey. A lot of great matches, a lot of upsets as usual. You know, it's it's really not easy there. And if there's really one takeaway message I could take from that whole New Jersey state tournament, is really, you know, mindset training is not beneath anyone. Everyone can use mindset training. Look, just like technique, everyone needs to have technical coaches, not just your school coach, but also a club coach or someone that you work with individually. Everyone's got to work on their technique. People are strong also. You see a lot of very strong and fast wrestlers. You have to have a strength and power plan. There's got to be a strength plan where you're focusing on wrestling-specific lifts. You've got to be focusing on explosive power plyometrics like the Soviets used to do and obviously all serious wrestlers and serious athletes do now. Same thing with mindset. There's a lot of pressure. We watched the New Jersey State Finals, like 15,000 people, however many people there are there. That's a lot of people to wrestle in front of. And obviously, even throughout the rounds, the competition, it's so close. So many one-point matches, ultimate tiebreaker matches. We're talking about close matches that are deciding people's dreams. That could be you out there. We see a lot of people choking, coming out like a deer in the headlights, really underperforming giving people too much respect and i mean that's exactly what we do with wrestling mindset teaching you how to deal with those things exactly um we're real proud of our three finalists we we're three for three in the finals wrestling mindset with joe grello kevin mulligan and matt correnti <clears throat> all three of them won it if you notice with their matches none of them were in danger at all uh they really wrestled well correnti had a great article in the paper today and um, he actually gave some credit to wrestling mindset. That was really nice of him. We thank him for the shout out. Um we talked to Mulligan after the states and he was saying that the the biggest thing for him in that match, he felt very mentally clear before that match. And he won really well and and Mulligan, that was the biggest he he beat the um that was the biggest spread I think that that he beat that kid all year. He wrestled him twice already during the season and he wrestled his best match against him in the state finals. So um, you know, we're 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 real proud of those guys. And I'll tell you, all their opponents were very good. We're not taking any respect or anything away from them. You know, they they did excellent also. Our two uh, our two other wrestlers from uh, Bergen Catholic, we've been working with them for the past three years, with uh, Nick Suriano and Shane Griffith. They wrestled really well. But even when you look at it, Suriano's match was 3-1. to one, And, I mean, that's a close match. You know, so, I mean, on the scoreboard, that's a close match. So anything can happen. So we've got to make sure we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's with this mindset training. Like I said, you see a lot of people giving their opponent too much respect, coming out too slow, uh, looking like a deer in the headlights out there. You know, some kids just, you could see the body language. It's written all over their face. It's written all over their body language. They do not like, they, they do not look like they want to be out there. So the first point I wanted to make on Mindset Monday tonight was that you have to have better body language than your opponent. Take a second to let that sink in. You need to have better body language than your opponent. What that means is you need to look like you want to be out there. Some kids out there look like zombies. They look half asleep. And maybe that works for like two out of 100 guys, but it's it's the minority. It's very few people. You have to have good body language out there. What does good body language look like to you? Head is up. You're moving at a good pace. There's bounce in your step. There's pop in your attacks. You might even have a little bit of a smile on your face or like a head nod. You're walking with purpose. You're moving with a purpose. It looks like you want to be out there. What does poor body language look like? Head down, walking at a slow pace. Anytime you move on the mat, anytime you go out of bounds, slowly walking back. Now, I'm not saying you have to run back to the center every time. Sometimes you might need a second to just gather your thoughts. But, but it shouldn't be every time. Every time you go back to the middle, shouldn't it be slow. I know in the Terry Brand special, he, uh, Kendall Cross talked about, um, He's like you have to be careful about running back to the middle because t- if you're not mentally ready, you, know, you might rush back frustrated and you might you know, give something up. You know, you're, you're, you're walking back not ready. That doesn't mean you always go back to the middle slow. Kendall Cross did not always go back slower than that. He had a good bounce in the step, good pop in his attacks also. So your body language has to be good. When your head's down or in between periods, you kind of stay down on your knees, um, you know, kind of laying around on the mat, walking on your knees. You see a lot of that. A lot of that with the, some guys. Not a lot of it, but you see it. Guys in between periods, you know, they stay down, kind of walking on their knees. That's poor body language. All right. Good opponents, they could smell that. When Nick soriano had a, had a um had an injury timeout in the state finals, he walked over to the people. He didn't he didn't let the people come to him with you know, the, the trainers and stuff. He got up, walked over there, and got it taken care of. A lot of times you see wrestlers, they just kinda lay there. Now I'm not saying if you're hurt, you don't stay down, but I'm saying that you have good body language, good top in your step. Um, you know, being tough, being tough, the one Camden Catholic wrestler, he got slammed and he and he got up. I mean, he could have probably laid there, taken the taken the default. And, um, and won against the kid who he lost to. But, you know, God bless him. The kid got back up. You know, he shook it off. You know, he hurt him. But he got right back in the match. And even though he lost, that's good body language. That's a competitor. That's who you want to be. You know, so making sure you have, you have that good body language. So think about that. Write down some notes. What does good body language look like? Every match you wrestle, whether you're winning, whether you're losing, your body language should look the same. You should look the same if you're the favorite in the match or the underdog. Your body language should look the same if you're wrestling Jordan Burroughs or if you're wrestling the worst kid in the state. No difference in body language. Consistency in body language, good, positive, upbeat body language. look like you want to be out there. That's a mental battle. You should look like you're more vibrant, more alive, more energetic than your opponent. That's a big mental drain on them big mental drain in your opponents when you look more energetic than they do. I took an animal behavior class in Penn. I sometimes bring this up when I talk about the difference between the predator and the prey mindset, but one of the things that we learned was when a gazelle is being chased by a lion, sometimes what the gazelle will do is while it's being chased, it'll hop up very high. It'll give a little hop and it'll keep running. Why do you think, (laughs) and I actually posed this question to my After I learned this at Penn, I I posed this question to our strength and conditioning coach, and he knew the answer. Uh, Why do you think that the gazelle does a little hop? Because it loses speed. When the gazelle hops, when a a lion chases him, he he loses some speed. The reason why he does it, and my strength and conditioning coach got this right, he does it to show the lion that he's not tired. The gazelle, when he's being chased by a lion, he's running for his life. As he's running, sometimes he gives a little hop, which slows him down but he does it to show the lion that he's not tired. It discourages a lot of the lions and sometimes they won't keep chasing them. So obviously I'm not saying we take this too far in wrestling. The point being is I'm not saying handicap yourself when you're out there in the matter, do something to slow yourself down. What I am saying is showing that you're alert, showing that you're vibrant, showing that you're energetic, showing that you're alive. Look like that. Watch your matches with the volume loss. Watch the matches. And you should look like you're the same, whether you're winning or whether you're losing, whether you're going against someone good or someone bad. So body language, write down what that looks like and execute that every single time you step on the mat. Number two, confidence. It's all about what you focus on. We have a lot of wrestlers wrestling in the rec states this week, the uh, middle school state tournament in New Jersey. Uh, Maybe some other states didn't have their their tournaments or, or I know the NCAA is coming up. We're real proud of Rutgers. We've been working with them this year. They qualified nine for the NCAA tournament. Um, we're real proud of them. They wrestled great. It was best, best the program's done, the uh, best showing, qualified the most guys for the Nationals, I think, since Rutgers began. So fourth in the Big Ten, something like that. So we're real proud of them. They've been putting their time in on their mindset, and it's showing. Coach is doing a great job there. Kids are really looking to improve. So shout-out to Rutgers also. But with confidence, one of the things we tell our teams, like Bergen Catholic, like Rutgers, or any of our individuals, it's all about what you focus on. Focus on the things that you're good at. So what are your strengths as a wrestler? What are your best moves? What are, your, um, what are some of your athletic components? You have a very strong grip, or you're very flexible, or you have um, good balance. Are you long? Are you real strong? Are you in good shape? Are you very mentally tough? What are your strengths? List about 10 of your strengths. You got to know what they are. Because let's say you're going against someone like Jordan Burroughs. Okay, you step on the line, you look the guy in the eye, it's Jordan Burroughs. It's very easy to start telling yourself, oh man, he's an Olympic champ, he's a world champ, he's strong, he's fast, he's got a great double leg. Do you notice that I'm doing the exact opposite of what I told you to do a few seconds ago? When most people step on the line against someone, is someone really good. They're thinking about everything that they do well. They're thinking about their opponent's best moves. They're thinking about their opponent's accomplishments. They're thinking about all their opponent's strengths. You have to do the opposite if you want to be mentally prepared. If you want to beat these people, you need to think of the things that you do well. What are your best takedowns? Even if you're going against Jordan Burroughs, what, what are your best takedowns? What are your best moves? Are you a good scrambler? Are you flexible? Do you have good body awareness? Do you have a strong neck or strong legs? What is it? What is it that you do well? Confidence has everything to do with what you focus on. There's not a wrestler in the world that doesn't have some weaknesses. All wrestlers have strengths. All wrestlers have weaknesses. What separates people like Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Dake and David Taylor and Ed Ruth what separates these people from average wrestlers or from even very good wrestlers is they focus on what they do well. If you want to be successful, you need to focus on the things that you do well. That is how you'll be confident. okay. I give speeches in front of many people, sometimes hundreds of people. if I tell myself well i'm not I'm not one of the taller guys in this room. you know I'm kind of short or uh, maybe you know I'm having a bad hair day or um You know, there's a lot of people around here. I haven't given this, the the talk on this topic before. You know, if I'm thinking of all these things, I'm thinking of all negative qualities. I'm not going to be very confident. I have to tell myself I know what I'm talking about. I have a great personality. I'm a funny guy. People like me. I have to tell myself the positive things. I have to tell people my strengths. I know what I'm talking about. I went to a great school. I wrestled the best people in the country. I have to tell myself that, and then when I walk out in front of hundreds of people, I'm a confident speaker. But if I'm focusing on any of my negative qualities, I'm not going to be that confident. So, you as a wrestler, make sure you're focusing on your on your positive qualities. Make sure you're focusing on your strengths. All like right, guys. Said this is so. And that exercise for anyone on the phone who's doing our program. This is Confidence Week Four, and we talked about for body language. That's Confidence Week Three. So if you're on a Wrestling Mindset program, which we strongly recommend you at least sign up for your free Mindset trial if you're serious about doing the program, WrestlingMindset.com, sign up for our free trial session. Um, That's where we get out all the worksheets. If you're doing the program, you get the worksheets. That's really what's going to improve that mindset. Like I said, those wrestlers who won the States, they're doing the worksheets. There's a reason why they're successful. They're not only training physically, uh, technically, but also mentally. So, any of our wrestlers doing the program, that's Confidence Week 3 and Week 4, take a look at that for the Tip States coming up this week, as well as the NCAA tournament. We have a lot of people gearing up for the NCAAs um, these next two weeks Division 2, Division 3, and um, Division 1. So, let's make sure we're tackling these worksheets. Like I said, there's a lot of stress at these tournaments, and the success is going to go to the people who are the most mentally prepared. I know there's a lot of guys out there who went to the tournament with the attitude, I'm just happy to get on the podium. And that's a terrible attitude because out of, that, out of your entire bracket, there's probably only three or four people who truly believe they're going to win. There may even be less than that. Guaranteed, 99 times out of 100, the winner comes out of that pool of three or four people. So you probably don't even need to do a tournament with, with 25, th- you know, 30, 40 people. Take the three guys who really believe they're going to win and let them do a round robin. (laughs) That's going to tell you who's probably going to win the tournament. Rarely do people just win that didn't expect to win. But think about how much competition you have if you're just trying to make the podium. Out of a bracket of 32 people, there might be 15, 20 guys who are trying to get on the podium. Your competition is actually a lot greater, a lot more difficult to, to just place rather than win the whole thing. So going out with the attitude that you're out there to win and that's one of the things we teach our people at Wrestling Mindset. It's not about metal. It's about gold metal. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with taking silver, bronze, or you know, placing, or not even placing. The point is when you step out on the mat, you have to believe you're going to beat your opponent. You have to believe you're getting your hand raised. So that's the type of stuff we go over. There's no place for giving our opponents too much respect. Um, coming out too slow, looking like a deer in the headlights out there, we have to make sure we're taking it to our opponents. And that's what we want to teach you, how to pull the trigger, how to wrestle with that killer instinct. But it's not just listening to me on this call. It's going through the wrestling mindset worksheets, going through the wrestling mindset program, doing the assignments on wrestling mindset. Again, that's how these guys were able to succeed in the state finals. Or right? That's a part of it. That's a piece of the puzzle. It's not the only reason, but the mindset is a major piece of the puzzle. That's how our teams, Rutgers is doing so well. Bergen Catholic's doing so well. Again, that's not the only reason, but it's a major piece of the puzzle that these guys are focusing on their mindset. We want to help you with that. We want to help your team with that. Make sure you get a hold of us. Again, it's WrestlingMindset.com, WrestlingMindset at Gmail. Make sure you're taking a look at our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're constantly pumping out great information regularly. If there's any questions, I will take them now. Please press star one. Star one will answer any questions you have. Anything coming up about this week or in the next two weeks? Again, I'll remind you all that in under 45 minutes at 10 p.m., we'll be doing our spiritual strength conference call. Something else we want to make sure we're doing. Again, you have to be spirit, mind, and body. If you want to be the total package, it's impossible to be the total package if you're not spiritually strong. You have to be physically strong. You have to be mentally strong. You've got to be spiritually strong, too. So, Make sure you hop on that 10 p.m. call, 10 p.m. Eastern Time for Spiritual Strength. If there's any questions, I'll take them now. Star 1. The lines are muted, so if you have a question, press star 1, and we'll be able to answer your questions. Would you want to know, like, about your opponent and what he does? That's a good question about scouting. Um, it's, it's okay. Very good question. Think about this now. It it depends if you're going to get preoccupied with that. In other words, I don't want you focusing mostly on your opponent. I want you focusing mostly on yourself. So you have to think about in the past, did it help you when you knew who your opponent was or what he did, or did it hurt you? Here's my answer for most people, most of the time, for most people, most of the time, I would say, don't scout your opponent because then what happens is we think too much about him and what he's going to do. So I'm not saying it's terrible for everyone. If you know you're not going to become preoccupied, like if you know you're not going to think too much about what he does, it's okay to know your opponent does legs so you know what the counter is. But if you're going to keep thinking on bottom, watch out for the legs. Watch out for the legs. That's not good. You have to be thinking about your best move on bottom. You know what I mean? And the same thing, if your opponent has a very good double leg, It's okay to know he does a double, but you've got to be thinking about your best takedown on your feet. Okay? So it's okay if I know Jordan Burrows does a double leg, but I can't be thinking watch his double, watch his double, watch his double because I'm just going to wind up stalling. I'll never beat him that way. I have to think low single, low single because that's my best takedown. So what I want you to do is make sure you're thinking about your best moves, not what your opponent's doing. Okay, Okay, buddy? No problem. But when in doubt, hear me out. When in doubt, don't scout your opponent. If you're up in the air, if you think it might hurt you, I would say don't scout, because you, you, we what most wrestlers do, they start thinking about their opponent too much. Very, very good question. That's a question a lot of wrestlers have, and anyone who's listening to that, that that should go a long way. That'll help everyone on the school. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. You're welcome. Hey, Gene. Yes. Um, what are some good ways to like um, stay away from giving any t- particular match like more significant than others? Like, what are some good tips you can give me? Yeah, um, really, just a big thing is making sure you do you do um, your same pre-match routine, your same warm-up, your same pre-match routine. Do the same things because you see, so you can't, you don't have complete control um, mentally. You know what I mean. You, you have to control what you can physically like do the do the same things don't change your mentality don't change your warm-up don't change your 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 pre-match routine you know remind yourself over and over tell yourself like literally tell yourself it's just another match it's just another tournament and actually for any of our wrestlers doing the uh, wrestling mindset program this would be under a present moment week one how do we stay in the present moment week one like avoiding the hype and also identifying any pressure factors, which would be present moment week three on your worksheets. So, um, and that's, you know, identifying what kind of things tend to add pressure to you and having a plan for how to deal with them. You know what I mean? Like, if you know there's going to be a lot of people around, if if certain, um, you know, friends or adults tend to put extra pressure on you, you have to visualize that situation long before it happens. What are you going to tell yourself in those moments? You know, are you going to stay away from certain people? at the tournament that get in your head negatively you know what I mean and again co- consistently remind yourself it's just live wrestling I have nothing to lose it's just another day in the office you know what I mean yeah I got you thanks students. good stuff nope no problem <laughs> absolutely happy to help and yeah that's another solid question for everyone it's just really a matter of staying in the present moment not getting caught up in the event like I said anyone doing the wrestling mindset program that's your present moment worksheets weeks one and week three. So, you know, I'm, I'm giving you guys also direction here. I'm giving you the best answer I can in a short amount of time, but the the real answer is really, please take a look at this mindset program because this is going to walk you through all these things. If you notice, whenever anyone asks a question, I'm able to tell you which worksheet this stuff applies to. So it's a very thorough program. It's going to hit on all these, on all these issues that, that are being addressed. So, take a look into that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Solid questions, both guys. Anything else? Anything else I could help anyone with? Again, we have to press star one. All right, we're sounding like we're good to go. All right, thank you, everyone, for calling again on Mindset Monday. Again, next week we'll be around getting ready for the NCAA Tournament Madison Square Garden. Make sure you call up in less than 40 minutes. Same number to our spiritual strength conference call. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coach from Wrestling Mindset. Have a good week, everyone. Take care. Thanks, dude. Hello. Hello t j. t j.